1: Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. Uh, Not that long ago, I had the opportunity to interview Tom Ziegler for the second time, and it was really an amazing episode. If you missed it, you can catch the replay on iTunes. Just look up Success Profiles Radio there. One question I asked him is, what is the greatest success habit that has impacted his life? And his answer was that he is always very aware about what he allows into his mind. You can't expect greatness to flow from you if you don't allow greatness to flow into you. For me, I like to read and listen to positive books and audios. Essentially, I evaluate what will help my life and career, and I try to minimize my exposure to the news and other sources of constant negativity. If you listen to negativity long enough, you will eventually believe that it's true. And if you listen to positive messages long enough, you will begin to believe those as well. So just ask yourself, what are you allowing into your life? It affects you more than you think it does. And with this in mind, I want to introduce my very special guest, This week, my guest is Ron Cooming. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Ron is an internet marketing expert, and he's the founder and CEO of RCS Technology Solutions. He's an internationally recognized speaker, accomplished author, radio show host, and successful entrepreneur. His passion is helping business owners to have even greater success by creating scalable and sustainable business models beyond anything they could ever imagine. He is and has been an Ask the Expert for internet marketing at America's largest trade show for entrepreneurs and small businesses, reaching 14 major U.S. cities and nearly 100,000 entrepreneurs Leveraging his diverse background in internet marketing, technology, self-development, leadership, team building, and entrepreneurship, he's created an innovative approach to helping businesses and business owners achieve extraordinary sustainable success. He's taught and helped businesses all over the country on how to achieve even greater success using proven internet marketing strategies coupled with analytic metrics. We will discuss so much on the show today. And before I forget, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes. Uh, Like I mentioned, I would love it if you do that. You can leave a review. Five stars, please, if you think it's worth it. And I thank you so much for all of that. So here we are with my very special guest, Ron Cumming. Ron, how are you today? Excellent, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, you're very, very welcome. You live in Boston, don't you? Yes, I do. That is on my bucket list. I've never been there. I want to go there. I'm connected to a number of people in that area, and I've got to get out there. I've got to see Fenway Park. I love baseball. You love baseball, too, don't you?
2: Oh, of course I do, especially when we're the world champions. But yes. uh, <laughs> but let me can I give you a little bit of advice. If you're going to come to Boston, you might want to wait a few months because it's about 44, if that, 44 degrees, and Thanksgiving's going to might get to 20 degrees. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, I, I probably wouldn't even attempt it until maybe April or May or later. So I know what that's like. I know it gets cold and I grew up in Iowa and it gets really cold there too, but there's nothing like a winter in the Northeast. I totally understand that. So let's talk a little bit about your background. How did you get started? Where did you start and what kinds of things did you overcome to get to where you are right now?
2: Uh, well, you, you correctly stated that you know starting from where I am, uh, but this isn't where I started. Right now, I own two internet marketing companies, and I do help business owners and entrepreneurs attract, convert, and retain their ideal customers and clients to achieve even greater success. I spend four or five months a year on the beach um, because I can work remotely. I have 26 people that actually uh, work for me and I just brought on two more VAs uh, training them yesterday and today and I'll probably bring on a third uh, so business is going excellent I'm doing well uh, you mentioned I have the radio show with the 1.7 million listeners but this is not where I started right. so uh, that's what you know what I mean so I want people to understand that when they see somebody that that is successful or appears to be successful that often that's 5 10 15 years later and uh, so it's not fair to To compare yourself where you know when you see somebody at whatever level they are and you're in business six months 18 months you know lighten up you know (laughs) don't Mm -hmm. be so hard on yourself and uh you know you'll get there but don't compare yourself to people that have already been in the game for 10 or 15 years
1: absolutely well you certainly are not at square one anymore tell us where square one was for you
2: Uh, Well, I mean, truthfully, I started, I mean, I can go all the way back. I started, I was born in the D Street projects as a kid, you know, and, uh, you know, I had all the typical issues that the uh, Irish Catholics had in in growing up in Boston in the projects. Uh, But going from there, you know, in school, we we had uh, some issues in Boston with desegregation. So it was more uh, a time of trying to survive than trying to learn so the upbringing itself wasn't uh you know perfect but you know again it really it's like Les Brown says and I love what you talked about when you opened the show about mm-hmm. having the positivity in uh Les Brown uh Brian Tracy you know uh Jim Rohn I listen to them minimum of 10 to 20 minutes as soon as I wake up uh in the day I want to start my mind off right but Uh, As Les Brown and and Jim Rohns and several other people say is it's not so much what happens to you, but what you do with it, you Mm -hmm. know, because what happens to you pretty much happens to everybody else. You know, maybe different days, different cities, different people. But, you know, the experiences and the limitations are, you know, virtually the same. You know, very few people are actually born with a silver spoon or somebody's dad gives them a couple hundred million to go out and play, you know. So uh, that's rare, <laughs> yes. but uh, anyhow. So um, so that's where I, I pretty much started, and, and you know, then I went in. I was a welder for a while. I, I went to law school, believe it or not. I was a welder. I mean, if you see me and you see the way I dress, it just didn't fit because, as you know, you know, you wear so much gear as a welder, mm-hmm. and um, plus the lifestyle, it wasn't for me. So uh, I, I'm more of a like a. a You know, uh, I don't want to say a brainiac, but more like uh, I use my mind more than uh, my hands. So so oftentimes uh, I have a a beautiful two bedroom apartment and people ask me, why don't I buy a house? Well, because if I buy a house, then I have to whenever something goes wrong, I have to fix it or, or all that. So now, I mean, it's basically, you know, somebody passes me a hammer. I put it down and I pick up a checkbook. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. (laughs) you put me in front of a computer or you put me in front of uh, things like that, uh, I I will, you know, excel. So you got to know your strengths. You got to know your weaknesses. Play to your strengths, uh, you know, delegate your weaknesses. And and I I think we can, we'll be getting into some of that when we talk about the transition from how I really uh, started to excel in success. But um, as far as as business goes, when I got into, uh, I was, I went to law school. I, I was uh, practicing law for a little bit, and um, I. Uh, but I wanted to give back. I just didn't feel, uh, you know, I just wanted to give back. So there was an organization that was taking computers from other organizations like big banks and, uh, and ins- insurance companies, and they donate like 150. I'm sure they got some type of tax break. But all these computers, they would come in. Some wasn- weren't working at all. Others had like, you know, a pound of dust and and lint inside of them. So we would basically clean them up, fix them, and then donate them to area boys and girls clubs, schools, uh, homeless shelters, areas where people couldn't afford to buy computers, but it would help them learn uh, a little bit about computers and technology, so it would increase their ability to maybe apply for a job or fill out a resume or know how to send one in. So uh, that's that's pretty much, when I went in there, I knew almost nothing about computers other than how to turn it on. Within six months, I was teaching there was 35 people. Within six months, I was teaching just about everybody how to do the jobs, especially the new people came in. And then we had extra pots left over. And uh, so we needed to build a database so we would be able to know what we had and when we had it for uh, future need. And that's when I started writing code. And I like to tell people I'm 29, but the dates aren't going to mesh because I was doing that back before front page came out. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. I would would hide, you know, C++, Perl, Copal, VB 6.0. I mean, I was hard coding. You know, there was no such as WordPress. It was like 10 years before WordPress. So I I go back away with tech-related stuff.
1: That's amazing. And then you decided to become an entrepreneur not too long after that. Tell us about your decision to branch out on your own.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was... soon after that, I, you know, I, I wanted, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable either just sitting in an office all day wearing a suit or, you know, that wasn't me either. You know, I wanted to be out and about and move around. So I was actually, um, I was, I was actually, um, working. I was being subbed out by, uh, some companies, you know, I had multiple companies that would call me and, and I would service their clients. And then one day, You know, I I saw something because I thought they were billing me out because they were paying me like 60 bucks an hour. But at the time they were charging the clients like 165 and I'm like, hey, you know, so but the clients are getting the value of whatever the tech is that is uh, going in. Right. So. In my mind, uh, I was like, "What we could do, it, it, you know, if the if they were paying 165 and the techs only getting 60, you know, there's an 85 dollar split there. So what if I just started charging 100 dollars an hour, and cut out the middleman, and yeah. that was that was pretty much how I started." in in the you know i opened up a computer repair business and that also uh morphed but i uh i think i can go into that in a minute or two how i that was the mindset i had and yeah. then i i opened up a uh, computer uh company it was rcs computer solutions mm-hmm. rcs standing for ronald cummings and uh And then that morphed into other things as I saw what was happening in in society. And I can talk more about that in a a minute or two.
1: Absolutely. And, And, you know, sometimes you just have to think the biggest breakthroughs happen simply by being observant. And you did that.
2: Yeah. And when when we come back from break, I'm going to tell you about what I saw and, and how I saw it three to five years in advance. And if you don't make your own products obsolete, somebody else will. So you have to constantly innovate and you have to see what's happening in your industry three years from now. Otherwise, you're going to be left in the dust.
1: Absolutely. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest this week is Ron Cooming, and his company is RCS Technology Solutions. And we will talk a little bit about why businesses fail. We'll talk about the importance of choosing your niche market, and we'll talk about his radio show. I had a chance to be on his show. I had a great time. He's very good at what he does, and now he's on my show. And we will talk about this and so much more, and we'll talk about building your list on this show we'll talk about technology we'll talk about increasing sales conversions on your website and so much more we will be right back this is success profiles radio please stay with us don't go away book, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ron Cooming. He is the owner of RCS Technology Solutions. He has his own radio show, which has a huge reach in the Boston area. We will talk about that very shortly. And if you do not have my most recent book called Success Profiles Conversations with High Achievers, please get that. It's on Amazon, it's in Barnes Noble. And you can get it online. You can get it in the stores. And if your nearest Barnes & Noble or Books A Million or wherever you buy books doesn't have it, please ask them to order it. You will love it. I promise. It will be fantastic and awesome for you. So, Ron, right before the break, you mentioned – you teased the idea that being able to see three to five years in the future has served you very, very well. Tell us more about that.
2: Uh, Thank you. Yeah, and and that was huge for me. I, I could see, one, I could see that there was a big gap. You know, companies that were sending out the text. Uh, they were billing clients like one sixty five to one ninety five an hour for the tech, and the tech was making forty to sixty to seventy five dollars an hour and But the client was getting the value the skill set of whatever the tech was, and the rest of that money was going strictly to pay for the other you know the company's overhead so I'm like, you know how about we give the business owners, the same quality, but we just reduce their costs. Why are they paying for somebody else's lights? So I started my own company at that time, RCS uh, Computer Solutions, and I wanted RC, but somebody else in Ohio had that. So I had to add the S, which is, you know, Ron Cummings, um, RCS uh, Computer Solutions. So I ran that company for several years in you know, I, I was really good. I mean, I'm A-plus, network-plus, security-plus. I've done work for Homeland Security. I worked with, you know, companies that had 300 seats. And, you know, in addition to those computers, they had uh, laptops, printers, servers. So, you know, we dealt with, with a lot of uh, large companies as, as well as actually going into people's homes and working on their Wi-Fi issues or they drop off their computers. So I had a pretty good operation going but at that time my hourly rate was around 165 to 180 an hour and uh but i could see that you know i'm coming in to these companies and i'm looking and it would be cheaper for them because of the way technology is going i'm, I'm looking at the uh, tablets and the phones and like my phone right now i have the galaxy 9 and it is it has six gigabytes of system Uh, uh, memory, system RAM. Most computers in the business world, probably like 80%, only have four. So Mm -hmm. my phone is more powerful than the average desktop in in, in the businesses, 80% of businesses across the country. Mm -hmm. But I could see that. You know, years ago, I saw that happening. That it would be cheaper for them to just buy a box, buy a regular 300 four hundred dollar computer, clone the hard drive, and then just when something breaks, just change out the computers. And why pay somebody one sixty an hour, right? At that point. So what I started doing is, when I got in those jobs, those were called managed service providers because we would we would manage all their tech stuff for companies. So when I got those jobs in, I would sub them out, take a 15% commission, and I focused, I switched over to online marketing. And I had already been doing that, but it was only about 85, maybe 80% of my income, I mean, 20% of my income, because 85% uh, roughly was managed services. So I switched that, I flipped the script. And so about eight years ago, I went fully into. Seven to eight years ago, I went fully into uh, online marketing and helping business owners build an online presence, attract their ideal customers and clients, understand who their ideal customers and clients are, and attract them, build their lists, get on the first page of uh, the search engines. Uh, we're so good now that we don't even charge people until after. You know, one of our, We have a couple of different programs, but we'll get them ranked on the first page before they even pay us, Brian. Wow.
1: That is absolutely incredible. Let me let me ask you something. Why do you think businesses fail? I mean, being able to see trends out in front of you certainly helps you stay in business and thrive, but why else do you think businesses fail apart from not being able to do that?
2: I think a couple couple of things really really hamper business success. One is the business owner's lack of ingenuity and their inability to innovate, to see, you know, they, they, they thinking about what they think is right. And, you know, that doesn't, you know, truthfully, it really doesn't matter when it, it's, what's in it for me from the client's perspective, when they get to your website or they're, they're looking at whatever solution that you're providing the results and benefits that that company or product or service is providing, you know, at the end of the day, it's the, the client's mindset, you know, what's in it for me, uh, You know, it's and but so oftentimes business owners are so busy telling and focusing on their thoughts, their feelings, what they think is uh, you know, right and they're not innovating, they're not adapting, they're not trying testing and tweaking, they're not listening to their clients, they're not paying attention to the trends in in the uh on the internet, in the marketing world, what's changing? Uh, are there are their audiences moving to a different platform or on a totally different platform, yet they're in the wrong place or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So the in the other thing, the big one of the biggest things is most business owners. Uh, are in their, they're working, they're in their business, you know, instead of working on their business, they have to learn, you know, learn it, do it, and delegate it, get out of your own way, you know, learn it enough to the point that you know what's needed, And, and also, so you're not being taken advantage of, so somebody's not Telling you it takes ten hours when it takes two, right? So you yeah. don't want to. You want to make sure you're not being taken advantage of. But at the same time, you know you trust but verify. Uh, Michael Gerber has a great book called "E Myth Revisited," and yes. he talks about that the different stages of a business going from infancy to adolescence. And uh, and I think that's the single biggest pitfall that business owners have is um, one they don't innovate. So I guess there's two, not not one. Two, but one they don't learn. Learn it, do it, delegate it. Get out of your own way. You stick whatever your one, two, or three uh, top money making producing activities are. That's where you need to stay, and you need to delegate the rest. Uh, last week, you had a, an incredible guest on, uh, Laura Langmire. Yeah. And uh, she's 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 terrific. And and one of the you know, I've listened to her many times. I've gone to several of her events. And one of the things that she talked about was that don't even do your own laundry. Don't even clean your own house. Now, some people think that's excessive. But if you listen to her logic, uh, you know, that's six hours a month that you're spending doing that. You could pay somebody, you know, 200 bucks. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that, but that's six hours, you might close three clients. And if you're the life of your, you know, the value of your average client is 6,000 and you close three, that's 18,000 for 200. Mm -hmm. So get get out of your own way. Did you save? Yeah. yeah, Did you save 200 or did you lose 18,000? So it's a matter of perspective. So, uh, And listen, like her, I would say, you know, find really great mentors like like Laura Langmire and others out there that, you know, you want to you want to take it. You want to take counsel, not advice and you know listen and learn from people who have been there and done that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You you mentioned in the first segment how your company has grown and you've got a lot of uh, virtual assistants and a lot of people working for you. The art of delegating really allowed your business to grow, didn't it?
2: Yeah, it, it really did. But it, it, what I did is I wanted to duplicate, not just delegate. I wanted to duplicate. Many years ago, I had, I didn't have much success, but uh, I, I got involved with with an MLM, and uh, I didn't have much success in that MLM. But I learned. I learned the value of duplication and I learned the value of training other people to just do exactly what you would do. So now, just like yesterday, when I was even on a Sunday, you know, people are, you know, it, it's amazing, right? You know, business owners and entrepreneurs, it was a Sunday and I'm speaking with somebody and we were on for like an hour and a half. But what I did is I created a Zoom video and, and I have different videos for different things. So I went live with them on Zoom and I logged in and I showed them. When I tell you I want you to do this, you got to go here, you got to do this. You got to do this. And I take that same video, and I now and I show that same video to the second VA that I'm hiring, right? That I hired mm-hmm. yesterday. And so now they watch that video. So, but now when I tell somebody, okay, uh, take care of this for this client, take care of this for this client, I have a whole library of videos, so they can go in and look, and eventually they understand exactly what I want. But at, at least initially, even making the thumbnails, all my thumbnails for the radio station, the the pre-show thumbnails are one set of colors and standards. And then we just change out the pictures and the yep. date. And, the, and then the after show is another, uh, you know, everything's red, white, and blue too. And, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's all these different things. And, uh, but it's all, you know, so, but it's all consistent. And, but I create the videos and I put them in front of the video. So even though I have all these people working for me, it's the exact same thing that I would be doing.
3: Mm-hmm. But now
2: I've taken a 30-hour project. And I've reduced it to like an hour and a half because mm. when they get done doing everything they do, I still go through it line by line, making sure it's a hundred percent accurate. I crack it open, I go right in, I go through all the code, everything, and um before I send it out to the client, or as if I'm working with the client before it goes live, the end product, uh, I make sure it meets the client's criteria, so uh you know. It's exactly what I would do myself, but like you said, I've learned how to, uh, you know, duplicate, not just delegate, but duplicate myself because delegating is great, but delegating is you're trusting somebody else to do it the way they think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you, when you duplicate, you're, you're duplicating exactly what I would do, uh, and that's what I want them to do. Even if they have some skill set, that's okay. Do it the way I tell you to do it.
1: Absolutely. We've got probably three minutes left to our next break. So let me ask, Ron, how do you decide who you want to work with? Do you have a criteria around who you will and will not work with?
2: Uh, Yeah, one, they have to be coachable. Like I said, you know, some people have. They, I, I prefer, you know, I, I'll, I prefer some people. They they have skill set. They understand how to do certain things. But if they've actually been doing it for five or seven years, sometimes they're so stuck in their own ideology that you can't train them and teach them to do it your way. At the end of the day, you know, people are doing business with me, Ronald Cooming. They're talking mm-hmm. with me. You know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. they're signing a the contract with me. So when the product and service, the end result that they get. It has to conform to what me and what, what we speak about, right? So uh, the whoever I'm dealing with has to be able to understand that um, at the end of the day, it's my name on the company and you know these people are buying me even though other people are doing the work with me, my way. Uh, so they have to be coachable and, and they have to be open to uh, – To doing it, you know, slightly different than they might be have done with the last five people they work with.
1: Right. And it's about having a system and having something that works and not wanting to change it. That's why McDonald's succeeds. That's why so many franchises succeed is because they've got a system and they know exactly what they're doing. And people who just want to change things, it's like, no, 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 just do it the way we told you to do it and you'll be fine. We're coming up against our next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ron Cooming, and we will talk about his radio show in the next segment and uh, how he started it, what opportunities have come to him as a result of it, and we'll talk about marketing and promoting the show, and then we'll talk about some online marketing things. We've got a lot going on here. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.bryankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's bryankwright.com.
0: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles. If I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Ron Cooming. And we will talk about internet marketing during this segment. Uh, if you have not gotten my book, Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, please go ahead and do that. It's online. It's on Amazon. It's in Barnes & Noble, wherever you'd like to get it. I would really appreciate that if you would support it. It's a book about some of my favorite interviews from my show, uh, Laura Langmeyer, uh, Sharon Lecter, da- uh, Darren Hardy, uh, Jack Canfield, Tom Ziegler. The list goes on and on. It's it's fantastic. It was a joy to put that together. And I've got another one that's going to be coming out probably early next year. So, Ron, uh, let's talk about your radio show first i've been a guest on your show how did that opportunity come to you how did you decide to start doing a show Uh, about three two and
2: a half years ago or so the radio station owner actually needed a new website so uh, one of his people i met at a networking event the greater little chamber of commerce and i met them and we just started talking and uh, so maybe a month later the owner of the station wanted uh, to have his website redone So we basically said, Ron, how about, you know, we give you X many shows and, uh, you know, you just do the the website for us. You just created it for us. And, um, and that's how it actually started, but they loved because the people I started bringing on much like yourself. And today I had Alex Stern on, uh, co-founder of constant contact and, yep. uh, point to point, uh, global. And I've had uh, Greg Reed's been on Dave Corbin. I mean, you, you name it. I've had, uh, some real powerhouse, great people that mm-hmm. have been on there. So, uh, especially in the beginning, and so the the owner of the radio station said, Ron, this is amazing, uh, so if you want, you can stay on, uh, we're not going to, you know, we can't afford to pay you, but Um, we won't charge you either. So the radio station to me is the show is 100% free to me. My guests come on. We don't charge the guests. The guests don't get paid to come on either. Uh, You know They could if they want to give away a free book and build their list or something Uh, totally free. There's no affiliate codes. Uh, It's just a gift to uh, business owners and entrepreneurs from everybody involved.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. I love that. So let's talk about marketing and promoting your show. How... Have you been doing that? What has worked best for you?
2: Well, one of the ways of of marketing my show is cross-promotion, as you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, For like, let's say today, like Alex Stern, Um, today I had him on, uh, but I – I put up the promo piece that he would be on last week. So a lot of, and I tagged him obviously, and, and and also on LinkedIn and other platforms. And then he also shares it. I will be on this radio show. So it's a way of cross promoting his people. I mean, but I've been friends with him for years. So most of his people I already know, and most of my people already know him, but, um, using that as an example with, you know, multiple other people I've done, you know, over 200 and something shows at this point. But, um, because we do two episodes a week, I have two guests on per week, so it, it adds up quick. Yeah. And um, so, uh, so, so my people hear them; their people hear me. So it's a great way of us cross promotion. So before the show, I will create uh, promo pieces and uh, and promote it, and then after the show, we get the clip. Uh, a couple of days after the show, I'll get a clip. And then we create, as I, I mentioned earlier, we'll create a, a thumbnail for it. Uh, you know, the, the description has the interview about the guest, uh, then has my information. I put it up on YouTube and I link it to my website. I put it up as an individual blog on my website. Then I take that URL and I share the URL from my website to various social media platforms and I also send it to my guest and they also share it. So then when somebody clicks to hear it, they're being brought back to my website to view the video, even though the video was physically housed on uh, YouTube. So it's a great way of cross-promoting but also bringing value to the to to my guests because you're right we have like 1.7 million viewers roughly i mean um we reach uh Mm -hmm. 1.7 million and that doesn't include the internet that's just Mm -hmm. that's our local reach Uh, i don't know exactly how many are are on at any time they do have some way of detecting and it's always over 44,000 every uh 15 minutes or something. They, they, I think that's the most they can count to, but it's always capped out and, and it's business, uh, it's internet marketing and business solutions. And, uh, with Ronald Cooming and we bring on some powerhouse people and, uh, and they just give away free gifts and information and talk about how they achieved their success, some of their pitfalls. And, you know, the, the listeners hear that and, Hopefully, it will prevent them from having those pitfalls. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if they if they do have those pitfalls, you know, hearing that a somebody else did, b it takes you know it takes away that isolation, but it also uh, helps them work through it because the guest will also talk about how they uh, got over it as well. So, it, mm-hmm. I, I really like it. Fantastic. Let's
1: talk about online marketing. This is the thing that you are really really good at. What are some tips to grow your business using social media marketing?
2: Oh my God. Now you're talking. There's two things in life that get me really excited. And and one is internet marketing and the other is ice cream. Oh, (laughs) I'm with you on that second one. (laughs) I love ice cream. Uh, But anyhow, usually I'll have a longer pause when I say one is, and then I'll pause and, you know, people say, oh no, what's this guy going to say? But uh, no, it's always ice cream. But anyhow, so. yeah, so I love internet marketing and, and growing your business on social media. One thing I'd really like to talk about, we can talk about that, but please keep in mind that social media right now has changed dramatically, and it has changed. I did a Facebook Live. I remember I was in Vegas had an event, and I did a Facebook Live. This had to be at least 18 months ago, and Facebook had already at that time changed their algorithm. So if you had, let's say, 1,000 followers, uh, and you put up a a post At best, four to six percent. So we'll just say five. So that means 50 people would see it unless you are boosting it unless you're paying, Man, Facebook's a business. So yeah. uh, unless you're paying them, right? Uh, social media has serious issues. I mean, I, I, you can look at my social media profiles. I, you you can see I don't do much. Uh, I do a lot, but it's not, um, it's not like I used to do years ago, uh, because to me, the real money is on the search engines, you know, 89 cents of every dollar is spent via the search engines and social media is just constantly changing. And if you're not, if you have a large following if you are connected to people who have a large following and we can talk about that in a bit if you're in a facebook group uh you know i mean those things are are great but if you're just an average business and and you're just posting about you know some lotion or potion you're selling or you're an accountant and and you're posting about your services around uh christmas time and you're you know because it's year-end taxes or in january and you're wondering why you know i have Three thousand followers and you know not one new person, well, one, your followers already know what you do, so regardless of your post, if they were going to hire you, they would right because mm-hmm. <laughs> they already know you, so right. it 's about getting in front of the new people, and, you know that cold audience and um I was listening to somebody today, and uh, it was about an interview that they had done recently uh oh it was um Grant Cardone, and he had done an interview with somebody recently, and they talked about how Facebook, uh, how all social media has changed and how it's really, you know, it's the search engines because everybody because it's cold right now. You know, people are getting a lot of uh, warm leads, you know, uh, me, how I use social, but it's really going to be uh your your biggest leads are going to be coming from from cold, people who don't know you, and then becoming aware of you, and then you building a relationship with them. So uh, I don't know yeah. if I'm jumping all over the place here. No, it's, it's all good. Uh, video is also a very
1: important piece of this. Video is a component that's growing exponentially even now.
2: I think that's probably one of the single biggest um, – biggest things happening right now is and it has been and it's going to continue uh video right now is uh mark zuckerberg and and you know people from google and several other people besides myself uh, have already said that by 2020 2021 ish 70 percent of all searches are going to return a video so it's you know no you know like right now if you do a search you're going to get some type of written post or directed towards an article on a website or Wikipedia or something. Right. Uh, But you know, in another 18 months or so, it's all when, when you do that, you're going to see video responses. It will be people talking. And so that whether it's in social media Whether it's on the search engines, that's where you really need to go. Now, I'm not saying don't do blogs anymore because blogs are a great, great way. You know, write your Mm -hmm. blogs for people, but keep in mind the search engines. If if people can't find you, I don't care how good your blog is, how good your services are, you're never going to get hired, right? Right. So my suggestion would be if you're writing a great blog article, that's great, but then do a 30 or 90-second video talking about the blog article. Yeah. Post the blog first paragraph, second paragraph. You know, embed the video in inside of it. So now, when people, so now you're getting your cake and you're eating it too because you're getting the blog with all the keywords and all that, but you're also getting your video. Um, so and you know, I w- I would do it that way. So it, can, it also allows you to repurpose because now you can do the blog by itself, you can do the video by itself, you can do the video and the blog together, uh, and, and there's you know multiple ways. First. The other thing is, I would put everything on your website first. You know what I mean. Then share the URL from your website, and I would be—I would stay far away. I'm not going to give any specific names, but there are services out there that people are buying, uh, whether in their platforms and they're building websites and and they're building um, you know funnels and they're building all these other things. But if you look at how the url is when somebody clicks on it it takes them to whatever that platform is then mm-hmm. to your account so that platform is getting all your seo is getting all your marketing your all your online credit your domain everything your domain authority your, your seo all that stuff is going to them and then they're forwarding it to your account on their platform or your yeah. section right now what happens is let's say 18 months from now you start paying them Let's assume that you copied your own content and you still have it, right? Uh, But if now somebody is typing in or they find your article somewhere and they click on that link, whether it was Bitly or however you you did it, however you masked it, Mm -hmm. and they go back, now it takes them to that platform. But now there's no account. So now Mm -hmm. it's a 404. So all the marketing you did is gone. You need to create subdomains, put your content and your funnels, put everything like that on a subdomain on your website and then market it the exact same way. But this way you get 100 percent credit. Absolutely. So if someone's listening
1: and they think, I don't get any of this, how can they reach out to you for a, a more <laughs> extensive explanation
2: about how you can do that for them? Yeah, we can. And it's should. I mean, it, it, we set that whole thing up. It, it, it's usually about two months of, of what it would cost you to pay this this other company, these other companies a year. Right. Uh, and that would be Ron, R-O-N, at rcs solutions.com.
1: Okay, say that one more time.
2: R C. I mean, Ron, R-O-N, at R-C-S, online solutions.com, and solutions has an S.
1: Fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly the show is going. After the break, we will talk about how to have higher sales conversions on your website. If you've got items on your website you're trying to sell and no one's buying anything and no one knows where you are, we'll talk about some things you can do to increase your conversions. And we will talk about so much more. I wish this show was two hours because we absolutely could go for two hours if we really wanted to. But we will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back.
3: National Ice Cream Month, as if we needed a reason to celebrate ice cream. Would you believe the average American eats 45.8 pints of ice cream a year? Here's the scoop on some ice cream lingo. In Pennsylvania, the paper cone used to hold ice cream is called a tut. Sprinkles or jimmies on top of ice cream are called ants in California, and outsiders and logged in Vermont. The world record for ice cream eating is 1.75 gallons in 8 minutes. Oh, I feel a brain freeze coming on. What's another word for brain freeze? palatine ganglia neuralgia. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest. This week is Ron Cooming, Internet Marketing Expert. And Ron, you had a free giveaway that you wanted to talk to our audience about. Is that right?
2: Yes. Uh we could give them. I have one that I've I had for you know a year or so now, and it's seven tips to generate, to increase, uh to generate and increase website conversions and generate leads. And that would be my website, www.rcs.com. Technology solutions dot, dot com forward slash seven t i p s so that's my website's name rcs technology solutions forward slash seven tips and it will ask you for your email address and uh, your phone number and you know but you'll get the seven tips and yep. uh, uh, the ability to set an appointment with me too for a free consultation. Awesome. And use the number seven. Don't spell the number seven out
1: in that site. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, it's 7 I P S. Fantastic. So let's just talk about a couple. How how can you increase conversions on your website? If you've got a site and nothing seems to be selling, what can we do uh, to raise awareness and create more sales?
2: Well, the first thing is to have realistic expectations. The average website right now is converting at a whopping 2%. So if you're, yeah, well, you know, that's just the way it is. So, you know, if if you have 10,000 people going to your site, what is 2% of that? 200? Mm -hmm. So, but that's, so that's not bad. So, you know, sometimes it's just a numbers game. So could you handle 200 new customers or clients? That's not bad. That's a conversion rate. That's, you know, you're getting the 10,000 hits, right? Right. So, so if you, you bring them to your site, but then you have to remember when you're if you go to my site, and I want to let you know and the listeners, I I gave the seven tips was com seven T-I-P-S. But I've changed my name, my company. Now, that website's still in existence because I have, you know, tens of thousands of backlinks. But I've changed my company's name to RCS Online Solutions as of November 1st. But either way is fine. It's You're still going to see everything about me. Um but uh i created a pbn that has 320,000 backlinks i actually have like 10 or 11 different websites all separate self-contained websites different servers so i mean it's a it's a true pbn that that has been out there in existence for over 3 years so it's withstood all of google's uh algorithm changes and one quick note on those algorithm changes people think that google is 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 harming them they're not the algorithm we want the algorithm changes because what the algorithm changes are doing is it's it's re-leveling the field Google will will have something, you know, and then people will have an algorithm in place. People will kind of figure out what's working, and they'll game and scam the system. So Mm. when Google changes their algorithms, it's to actually help people like me and the people that we work with who are doing it the right way. You know what I mean? So we want those changes because Google is is, is checking and, and, you know, putting – realigning things to make sure that people who aren't scamming the system aren't getting an unfair advantage. So – So my websites have withstood all those changes because I strictly do White Hat, but those backlinks, is you know one of the single biggest things determining factors that google uses to determine who they're going to pull up in results is backlinks and my sites collectively i have over three hundred and twenty thousand, Uh so that really brings me up that's why i come up four or six times on the first page for different search items uh, because of that and and i have now started putting people on uh on my sites as friends of RCS. So if they go to RCS online solutions and just look, there's a red tab that says friends of RCS. So I, I've now been putting people on there as as another service, a whopping yeah. $50 a month. And now they're getting tens of thousands of, of uh, links and link juice, you know. Yeah. But uh, going back to your question. One of the big things, and the reason that I brought that up is because I was going to tell you about my website, RCS uh, Online Solutions. If you look at my website, RCS Online Solutions, and I'll use that as an example. um, I'm going to pull it up right now so I can give you the exact words. Um, If you look at the front, RCS Online Solutions. When people get to your website, they should not guess what what you do. And that's right. one of the reasons I changed my name from RCS Technology Solutions to RCS Online Solutions. When I went from RCS Computer Solutions to RCS Technology Solutions, it was because it was an umbrella company. I had several different services. So, But now I want people, when they hear RCS Online Solutions, they know right off the bat I'm an online marketing company. I also have RCS Uh, digital marketing you know what i mean so but i am using rcs online solutions but right on my front page and this is what the listeners should do too you have six or seven seconds max to grab their attention when somebody hits your site and my right off the bat the first thing they see is attract convert retain your ideal customers and clients to achieve even greater success right off the bat they see what's in it for them the results and benefits that they're going to get from doing business with me, from choosing me over a competitor, is that they will attract, convert, and retain their ideal customers and clients to achieve even greater success. There's no guessing. There's no great big picture of me up there. There's no you know, um, A-plus, network-plus, security-plus. You know, there is a testimonial page where all this other stuff. But right off the bat, I'm telling now they can go through there. You know, they can check that out. They can vet me. But the most important thing is as soon as they hit that site, they're seeing immediately the results and benefits that they're going to get. And 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 that will – that's what's most important to the client, what's in it for them. So my first thing is make sure that your website is uh, – you know, you got to have backlinks. You got to have these other things in order to come up. But once they hit your site, it needs to be crystal clear the results and benefits that they're going to get mm-hmm. right off the bat. Then they can go forward and, and vet you and, and, you know, see who you are and, you know, if you have, you know, if you need to have licenses or something for whatever mm-hmm. type of work you're in. Yeah. Uh, and then, then also set your stuff. You asked about. You want to have like what's called a thought zone. Uh, you want to create AMDs, attraction marketing devices, and you want these attraction marketing devices to be based on somebody's thought zone. An example, if you're a real estate agent, a thought, an attraction marketing device, an AMD, based on a thought zone might be three things you need to know before you hire a real estate agent. So take that, whatever you're doing for your business and just mold that so now three so now i'm going to see that because i'm not looking to buy a house i'm just going to breeze right past it but somebody who's looking to buy a house or downsizing upsizing their parents are sick they're going into a hospital they got to sell their house whatever the scenario is that's in their mind that's in their thought zone they're thinking so they see that now they click on it they click on it they get to a page that tells them sort of like what's going to happen when they get to the seven uh, tips to generate increased website leads is um, it's going to tell them the benefits of what they're going to get. It's going to – they're going to submit their information. They're going to hit submit. They're going to get the the three tips. Then they're going to have an opportunity to uh, – to set an appointment with the person what this does is is it builds first of all it it cuts out a lot of people because you know it pre-qualifies them so only the people who are actually looking for that service are going to click through right and then after they get those three tips If they found value in those three tips, now they find value in you. You gave value first, you've pre-qualified them, you've added value, they see that value, they see you as a potential uh, problem solver, whatever their issue is. Then you're giving them a free consultation. By the time they call you, you've vetted them, you've given them value, and you've built a little bit of a relationship with them. So when they call you, that's your sale or service to lose, uh, because you've already done all the work. So you want to create these are like funnels. But, you know, remember, create the funnel as a, as a, uh, as a subdomain on your website, Uh, it's you can create the exact same funnel, email responders, all that other stuff, but create it as a subdomain. And, uh, you know, lead with value, but uh, use your messaging, use the thought zone, think about who your audience is, what they're thinking of, what problems they have, and you start from the end. Uh, I had Alex Stern as a guest on my radio today, today and he was talking about a, you know the similar uh, thing about staying in, in, in your niche and how to uh, create your marketing pieces. So that's super important. So we've got about four minutes until the end. So let me ask, what is your top tip?
1: for building an email list?
2: Uh, The exact thing I just told you, create an AMD, uh, an attraction marketing device uh, based on someone's thought zone. So when they see the thought zone, when they see that marketing, when they see that, that lead magnet, right, your AMD, they're going to click through. They are going to submit their own um, email address and phone number uh, in order to get your three tips or seven tips. In my case, I'm giving away seven tips. So this is a, a way to generate your email list. But please start collecting phone uh, phone numbers because texting is going – texting is dwarfing. It's like a 90-plus percent open rate. So mm-hmm. you want to start doing text marketing. Email okay. marketing is great, but it's, you know, it's great and it, people are making a lot of money. But just like everything else, it's on its way out, guys.
1: Absolutely. So uh, the question that I ask everyone at the end, who inspires and motivates you?
2: Uh, in tr- For business or personal? For one. Uh, personal, uh, Les Brown, Jim Rohn, yeah. people like that. I mean, every day I start my day with them and, and I might be going to, I might be, going to an event uh in uh, miami and meeting les brown uh later this month but those people and you know as far as business goes you know there are there are just so many uh innovators out there obviously like neil patal i think is a giant in the industry yep. i love gary via because he's just he's just so out there i mean you know he's i just like him uh grant cardone i mean there's so many i could could name but right. i i really like people who are, who are authentic whether you like them or not they are who they are and they're not trying to be somebody else
1: absolutely if you could give advice to the 18 year old version of yourself what would you tell him
2: stop build stop working for somebody else stop building somebody else's dream build your own dream get out there and do it yourself and and remember that you know when you fail you never fail until you stop trying you know uh, and, and take it as a lesson you know it, it's just how you're going to learn so absolutely. don't look at setbacks are learning lessons and if like les brown says you know no matter what happens you know land on your back because if you can look up you can get up
1: absolutely and one more time ron how can we find you
2: uh, Ron, R-O-N, at R-C-S-OnlineSolutions.com.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Ron, for being here. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend. Brian, thank you so much for having me, brother. All right. And thanks all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Please join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever and learn how they succeeded, what they overcame, and the lessons that we can learn along the way. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye.
0: Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to